Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Film Talk with Vic. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about The Metros vs. The Machines. Now, this is a comedy, um, sad, and action-packed, I guess, animated movie on Netflix. It's really good for being an animated child's movie. And I actually had a really good time watching it. So, yeah, I want to share my opinions with you guys. And most likely this episode's only gonna be five or six minutes long. So yeah, it's not gonna be that long. But let's get right into it. So first off, before we begin the episode, um I just wanna say that if you're into this on Apple Podcasts, um I'd really, really appreciate it if you guys give me a good review. That way more people get to into my podcast. So um it only takes or just give it four or five stars. It only takes less than five seconds, I think. So, yeah, it's not that hard of a thing to do. So, um, please do that if you want to. And let's get right into it. And, yes, there's going to be some spoilers in this episode. But I'm going to try to keep it as, like, small spoilers as possible. So, you guys could watch this and then, you know, kind of, like, watch the movie then. But... Yeah, let's dive right into it. So the movie is about a family that is very unperfect. And they end up saving the whole world from a robot apocalypse. And the main character is a girl who I forgot her name. But she doesn't really fit in. And she's never fit in throughout her whole life. Um, Basically, her only friend was her little brother, who's also really weird. And, uh, yeah, she basically never fit in, and she was excited to move to cottage because, well, she found the her people, according to her. And then the, po- then the robot apocalypse happened. So, yeah. And since she didn't have any friends, most of the time she spent it alone watching movies and... Her dad never supported her, and she's always wanted to make movies and direct, I think. So, yeah, I personally like this movie just because it has a lot to do with, like, um, movies and being a director. If you guys don't know, um, I really want to become a director when I grow up, I think. I'll be a pretty good director, I don't know, maybe Marvel, potentially DC, and yeah, but that's just a little fun fact about me. So yeah, let's keep going. The next character I want to talk about is her dad. Her dad's basically like um an old country dad that's really crazy. And he never really, as I said before, he never really supported um her his daughter with her dreams of becoming an, a director and making movies. And so, yeah, they don't really have that much of a relationship. But one of the the main things I love about this movie is that it shows you the evolution of, like, their relationship, the daughter and the dad's relationship throughout the film. And you just see them evolve as, you know, daughter and dad, essentially. And, yeah, he just loves the outdoors and he's always trying his best with his family to with his kids but yeah 
he is the messing everything up. But yeah, overall, he's not my favorite character, but he is pretty cool, and I really like him. And next we have the the son, his son. Um, he's like the only friend the main character the girl has. He's just basically like a dino nerd. He knows everything about dinosaurs. And he's pretty weird. And the thing that bothered me the most about him was his voice. It just really didn't seem like the type of voice a kid his age would have. I suspect he's around 9, maybe 10 or 12 years old. But yeah, I mostly think he's 9 or 12. I mean, 9 or 10. But then we have his mom... Which she's my favorite character in the movie. Um, I just like her because she's pretty sassy and she's got, you know, I the best part about her was the robot scene where she literally demolished the robots. It bothered me that it was, it really bothered me that it was that easy to do it. But I still had a pretty good time watching her doing it. And I also laughed a lot about it. And yeah, she's like, I think she's a preschool teacher or a first grade teacher. So, yeah, and she's basically the heart and soul of this family. She just keeps everyone together. So, yeah, let's move on. Oh, another thing you need to know. um, Basically, all the robots of the Undopocalypse, they're made by this company called Pauls. And Pauls is basically like the apple of this universe, except their series has a different name. And it's way more evolved and is literally the leader of the apocalypse so yeah okay so moving on one of the first things i want to talk about is the animation this film is amazing i mean the way it combines cartoonish because sometimes it feels like you're trapped inside like a saturday morning cartoon but it also feels like the real like the real world sometimes it's just amazing how they do that and so far that gives it like three points for me so yeah And I love the chemistry between the dad and the girl, if I haven't mentioned that before. It's so weird, but it's funny and cool at the same time. And the interaction between them, it's it's amazing. It's immaculate. I also love how the robots are so easy to deactivate or, like, to kill. I mean, I honestly, the thing that really bothered me throughout this film is why didn't the military just resist and fight back? Because if they did, this robot apocalypse would have never happened. The military would have totally taken over them because they're really that easy to take over. I mean, I'm not kidding. You, if you haven't watched the movie, go watch it so you can see how easy they are to take over. Okay, but um, hands down, my favorite scene in the whole film is the ma is the ma fight. Especially when they walk out in slow motion with the ma in frames in the back. I mean, it's really cool, but it's also hella funny at the same time. And the thought that they just made a ma, I mean, they just burned out a ma, um, so it could be cool. But the even funnier part about it is that that also made the, the robots think that they were killed. So... In a way, they intentionally did it for one thing, but it ended up going as another thing for the robots. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Okay, but honestly, is it just me, but 
when they got out the cell, like the cell cube thing, wasn't that way too easy? I mean, the robots are that are really stupid, cause I don't get it how they just had the panel right there to override the system. It doesn't fit in my head, but it's a film, so yeah. Overall, it has a pretty satisfying ending. Although I did wish they would have moved back to the cabin in the woods that they showed that his dad like wanted. I was pretty sure that in the end they were going to move back. It was the hugest letdown of the whole film was that they didn't move back there. But it was still a pretty good film overall. But, I mean, this movie is funny, inspirational, sad, and weird. And I love everything about it. It is literally a masterpiece. Like, that's all I'm going to say. And as I was watching this film, I realized this movie actually has a a lesson to it. Or a, or a philosophy. I think that's what's called. But this film, the whole time, the mom is comparing herself and her family. Trying to get the perfect picture. So she can match her perfect neighbors. Her supposed perfect neighbors that got caught by the by the robots somehow. But yeah. And overall at the end she realized they don't have to compare themselves to them because they're good they're great in their own way. And that's what I love about this film. It's funny and it even teaches you lessons without you even noticing it. And there's a minor spoiler coming ahead, but I'm really glad they kept the two robots. Like, um, technically they're part of the family now because they did help save the world. And they were with them basically since um, 20 minutes in the film, they appeared and they're like through almost every other scene. scene. So it was pretty cool that they kept the robot. And although this movie had two or three things I didn't like or I couldn't wrap my head around, um, I still give it a 10 out of 10 just because it has way, it has so many other things to make up for the things I didn't like. And if you haven't watched this, I don't know what you're doing and I really suggest you go watch it. So, and this is it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening to it and sticking all the way through. This episode's uh, it's really short. I know it's not the shortest episode, but it still isn't the longest. You know, I know most of you know that most of my episodes are anywhere from 12 to 15 minutes long. So, yeah. Last one, well, not the, yeah, the last one was 18 minutes long. And, yeah. um, Let me know if you guys are listening to this on Anchor. Let me know what you think, what your thoughts are about this movie. And, yeah, peace out.